1: Choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door go to blue nile.com and use promo code listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more that's code listen at BlueNile.com for fifty dollars off your purchase blue Nile.com code listen
2: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health.
3: To the and <laughs> 20 clearing his pipes, it's hump day with 20 and friends, Dane Swan, and the return of the hyphen, Samantha Richards, Richard. Hello. Good Hello. Good morning. Hello. How are you?
0: Look, oops, fucking hell, we're alive and we're here. <laughs>
3: You've actually got four of us.
0: I do. There's, there's four here today. He was down and asleep like a little angel until about 7.56. It's just after 8 o'clock here, guys. Um, and then he heard the boys were coming on, and he wanted to hang out with you, so he just screamed the house down. Yeah. And now he's just laying here staring at me. So his little portacots behind me. So we're going to multitask, and he can go down if he falls asleep. But that's it. We're here. How's it, we, how's it been? Watch. Oh, look, it's been interesting. It's been it's been a long road, but he was only due yesterday, and you guys know I was in labor for twelve days, which was fucking fun, and then um. Mm. And then we were, 12 days, how was that? <laughs> that was full on. I went into labour on a Friday evening and I wasn't sure if I was in labour, so I went to hospital the next morning. And then I laboured all day that day and then it just kind of fizzled out a little bit. And then that rinsed and repeated for literally 12 days. They just kept me on meds because I was under. he was undercooked. So they kept mm. me on meds to keep the full labour at bay. So basically I had about uh, between 1 in 10 or 3 in 10 contractions. Um, for the full twelve days, they just kept me medicated so that I wouldn't fully progress until I made thirty-seven weeks, and then they let me go. And then, um, then we went into the birthing suite, and he was the the last part of it only took about seven and a half hours, which is for a first baby's oh, How long? Seven and a half.
3: Like a full race meeting.
0: Yes. Mm. So the race
3: one and race nine.
0: Very, it was <coughs> quick in those times because I've been going for twelve days, literally, of contractions all day and all night. They were like, your your body's either going to give up and you're not going to make it, or you're gonna it's going to be like a hell of a preseason and you'll just race this in. It was kind of a bit of both. The first part went really quickly, and then the second half, like the the last bit of him coming out, was a bit traumatic. But he's here and he's super cute.
4: Man, I haven't even gone for twelve days.
0: <laughs> it was fucking because of COVID. I couldn't have any visitors, so I was bored out of my fucking mind. And having contractions the whole yeah. time. I was in pain and I was off well, my face.
4: Well, guess what? You haven't fucking missed much because we're <laughs> so he might as well fucking stay in hospital. We're not getting out of this till. Man, he'll be going to school. Well, he might – yeah, he'll be going to school when he's 17.
0: That's the weird thing. When I came – like you, you could tell we're in restrictions because – or in lockdown because no one could come and visit me. My mum came over. We have a
4: fuck out of Premier, that's why.
0: Well, then we got, when I got home, I noticed it more once we got home because obviously no one can come and meet him. Like, obviously, I can't pop down to the shops anyway, but all of that kind of stuff is restricted again. You really haven't come in the whole time I was away, five weeks now. You you haven't progressed anywhere, have you? We're still in the same spot. Oh, yes,
4: we have. We've got playgrounds open. Oh, (laughs) tomorrow.
0: You can go to the playground Uh, and.
4: They're going to be closed again by Saturday if we get more cases. So. Um
2: you get a laugh.
0: What would you, you do down uh, at the local I'll, playground, Dane? <sighs> Take
4: uh, What would I do? Yeah. Go down the slide. Um yeah. You know, just sit down and drink a coffee and you spread corona everywhere. Live your life. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh it's a fucking dog's breakfast. But well anyway. you a,
3: a bit of predictions that we'll get to, uh but Sam what, what's your prediction on when you'll get that six pack back, by the way?
4: Yeah.
0: Well if they open gyms. Gym's aren't open time.
4: Nothing is open, Sam.
0: <laughs> what a fucking joke. Nothing. Um, I've only got six kilos really to go him. though. I've only I'm only six kilos of pre-baby weight because a lot of it was him and my placenta was fucking massive. So, and breastfeeding, you just drop the kilos. And I've started walking again. So let's say I don't know. Once gym's open, give me a couple of weeks because there's nothing else to fucking do, is there?
4: couple of weeks. Right, I'll write that down, Ralph. Yeah, two, two, two weeks after gym's open, which will be 2027. <laughs> Great. So you've got plenty of time. You've got plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of
0: time. <laughs> yes. You'll have your
4: third kid by then. he will
0: be going to school. Oh, yeah, this is true. I don't know if I'm doing it. What surprised
3: routine. you about it, Sam?
0: What surprised me about it? Yeah. Um, the fact that your body can be in labour for 12 days without having a baby, that was pretty fucking awful. Yeah.
3: Um, did you finish Netflix?
0: I did and the Olympics was on. Oh, the other thing that has surprised me was um, when I got there, I had to labour with a mask on. Hashtag corona.
3: You had to labour with a mask on?
0: Yeah. You tried controlled heavy breathing when there is a human about to come out of your vagina with a mask on? It is not fun. Mm. Uh, sc- excuse <laughs> me, on. ma'am. You need Hold to wear a mask.
4: Did, did Noah come out with a mask on?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> He's defying all laws. Did <laughs> he? No, he refuses to wear one.
4: He didn't. Oh, we don't have an anti vaxxer, do we?
0: He made conspiracy theorist. Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
4: There you go.
0: I couldn't believe it. Honestly, uh, she walked in and said, Excuse me, ma'am, while we're in the room you need to wear a mask. Did um, you tell her to fuck off? No. I was mid contraction. I was just staring at her like, Is this is this woman for real? <laughs> With a mask on, sure, no worries.
4: The wild world. It's a wild world that we live in. Yeah, that's well, we don't we don't live in. We, I guess we don't live. We just we're Resist. we're here. We we don't live.
3: Are you worried about um, your yes, influencing this week, Dane?
4: I'm worried about my who have I influenced?
3: Yeah, well, that's this is the problem. I don't think you're influencing anyone at the moment. First, you said about the anal beads and the government. That didn't that really fan. work. Yeah.
0: That was fantastic. Yeah. One of yeah. your best. <laughs>
3: I've got to admit, I love this on Monday. So uh, the Russell is, I've got the Herald Sun here, and the uh, the various debates about Toby Green. And would it be fair to say we got we got some different uh, different spectrum of people who wanted wanted to stay relevant, though? Uh,
4: yeah, well, me included.
3: You included, <laughs> Glenn Jakovich. The AFL has an easy decision to make with Toby Green. This is all from the Herald Sun. This is what I liked about the page 52 lift out on Monday. The AFL has a very easy decision to make with Toby Green for the integrity of our great game, protection of all umpires at all levels, 12-week suspension, blah, blah, blah. Brad Johnson, he could have had a verbal and cop the fine. No one worries about it. You don't abuse the umpire. He did it anyway. We move on. But he touched the umpire. You just don't go there. Nick Del Santo, the same. Um, Matthew Richardson, fine at most. Taylor Adams, no contact pay on. Scott Penelbury, incoming. Toby Tax, Neil fine, didn't he? Shouldn't touch the umpires, but that contact that wasn't more aggressive than Neil's for mine. And then Dane Swan. If Toby Green gets suspended, we riot.
4: <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's wrong with that?
1: <laughs>
4: I uh, I just I I just picketed it out up down up and down the park for an hour <laughs> and fifty. So I'll give me time to get home before. So, um, so I'll ride it, but. Well, I, yeah, um, I'd had a
3: few Saturday nights. So, <laughs> um. so twelve months ago, you hadn't had a few because you 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 um you went off the drink during the year um, yeah. because you said you can't go out. What's the point? So obviously, it, Dad, get- dad's driven you to drink.
4: Well, you couldn't go out back then, and now <laughs> well, you can. Oh,
3: for <laughs> for now. at your front door.
4: Yeah, well fucking everyone no no one listens to him anyway, so people just do what they do. Um but yeah, no nah, well there's only so much you can take, Ralph. There's only so much you can take. So um yeah no nah, had a few Saturday night. Um uh, watch the footy, made finals. How can you not have a few and watch the footy? Yeah, well,
3: it, it, well, absolutely.
4: What, what's the point in watching it? Like I think I don't like know, when babe, you can enjoy it. Exactly. So Goodies. Yeah. I think mate, the fucking even so, like, does not think it's to be suspended. Oh, well, you could argue, but Lockie Neal doesn't get suspended. Um, there's plenty, plenty of times where people have brushed past him, and, yeah, he wasn't happy with the decision. But uh, until they change the rules where if you automatically put your hand on him, you get, you know, however many weeks. But, um, oh, mate, the fucking carry-on Lockie killed Bambi. Well, the carry <laughs> like you
3: on- saw in a podcast.
4: Yeah, like the carry-on, and like the hullabaloo about, mate, like he'd walk up and punch him in the face. Yeah. Like, he's not – people just need to relax. Uh, and then like, people complaining about three weeks, the AFL – the, the AFL employed the tribunal to do a job. So it's kind of like um, you can't – for me, you can't have employee people who do a job only if they're going to do the job how you like it.
3: Dino, uh, <laughs> having worked in the racing industry and the racing industry owns the radio station, that's exactly what's meant to happen. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's like-, it's like...
3: They, they don't want you to have an opinion.
4: Exactly, so what's the point of having a tribunal? Why wouldn't Gil just do it? Or whoever they are, why don't they just do it? Or because what's the point of having a tribunal that makes independent decisions if they're not allowed to make independent decisions? Yes. It it just doesn't make sense. So um and once again I have no doubt they've listed they are influenced by people in the media that so I can carry on and have a slick about it. Like well, this is unacceptable Well, if if it's so unacceptable, Gil's just come over the top and say, Listen, he's getting six weeks, that's that's it. If that's what he yeah. wore, eight weeks. Like and do you reckon he's agreed with every decision ever? Like I'm sure
3: no, that's why you have a tribunal for all the all the all the uh, well, um, times that ha- things happen that you don't give a fuck about. You get the tribunal to do that.
4: Well, that's my point. So, yeah. um, but uh, a hell of a lot of carry on for like he, he didn't extend an arm. He didn't like walk past and shoulder bump him or you know he just like accidentally made contact with him. Fucking the like, need to harden up a bit too. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on a roll. Yeah, oh, I'm at it. see if I'm going to, to trouble for clipping the umpires while well, I'm
3: mean. um, here. I do like this this angle, Dane, that, uh, yeah. the, and here's my lateral way of thinking. Of, it's a little bit like when, when racism becomes an issue, that the media really suddenly care about racism and then they don't give a fuck about it. And in this case, <coughs> they suddenly really care about local footy and junior footy. Yeah. If they did, they'd probably actually do more about local footy and junior footy. You actually played <laughs> local yeah. footy. Because you want to do this year,
4: give a bit back, mate. You know, yeah, give it a bit back. Exactly.
3: Yeah,
4: exactly, man. Like, do you think local footy, like, someone's going to now? I'm sure there'll be people here outside of this argument, but <clears throat> like, I'm if I play footy next year, I'm not going to walk past umpire and I'm blind, I'm shoulder bow because Toby Green did. Yes, <laughs> well, well Toby Green, Toby Green did. It, so I'm allowed. Like, if you, if that's the way you think, well, you're a fucking moron. Like, you. Like if if Toby Green goes and shoots Bambi and goes and like punches like punches an umpire or goes and murders someone, do you think people are going to go well, well? It's okay for me to murder someone? Like it's no. So um, we'll understand it wasn't a good look. Give him a fine, play on, and then bring in a mandate for the um, the rules next year. If anyone is seen to like, unless you're playing playing in the running back with the flight of the ball or something and fucking auto set about to by mm. umpire. If the game is stopped and you put your hand on him in any way, it is an automatic two week suspension and then it can be scaled up from there or something like that, you know what I mean? So then it is black and white. You are not allowed to touch an umpire. Because Lockie Neal's put his hand on him, Dyson headball like, there's been heaps of people and you wouldn't say they're they don't get Toby tax, or they're not aggressive, you know, and are at the tribunal all the time. So um, until there was a Hard and fast rule. Well, we don't, there, there may be. So then, why didn't Lockie Neal get suspended? Why didn't you know Dyson Heppell? I and mean, there's always other instances I've seen on social media that have touched umpires, whether it's in a uh, an, a menacing way or not. But if they're stack sack, they're not allowed to be touched. Why does Toby get going? Get six, and people who actually just touch him, where Locky Neal's probably a bit more aggressive, get a fine. It's too big a sliding scale.
3: Do, do you think? And I'm talking about from local footy that I know and and I obviously only just observed at the elite level but do you think in general where where our cultures less <clears throat> respectful to umpires than rugby union and league absolutely not um, when, yeah? well, in did that, you say in that, more disrespectful
0: sorry. did you say sorry did you say more disrespectful
3: yeah i think that the average the default position at any level of footy is if you have a free against you, a decision goes against you. That you have a, you blow off a bit. Whereas in rugby union, particularly, yeah. probably less so. League, from what I see, is that they don't make decision.
4: Does anyone watch rugby union? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, 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 would, sort of, I
3: would agree uh, with you, Ralph. I, I think
0: that
3: um yeah, it's, more it's, it's definitely a school. Food. It's a public school <laughs> background, I no, but,
4: but you look at the NBA and you look at the NFL and um yeah, people have people, well, they touch them and go, you know. NFL and players hug him and go, mate, well he did this and I think if you're an adult and having a conversation and go, mate, look, this is what he's doing and like I think they're all adults out there. Um, yes, obviously you can't grab them menacingly, then they shouldn't be touched, but there's what about if you're shaking their hand or pat him on the bum on the way through and go, Mate, sorry about that. Sorry for yelling at you. Is that like is that fucking six weeks? Like at quarter to a time, go, oh, mate, fuck, sorry, pat him on the back, i oh, listen, here at the moment, where I go, man, I shouldn't have swore i pat him on the back and walk past him. Are people going to blow up about that?
3: Well, then the argument is that that's no disrespect, whereas Toby not getting out of his road is disrespect. That's the argument, right there, wrongly.
4: But if a player shouldn't be touching a saying should he be, that person be suspended?
3: Well, it comes back to a respect side of things. Oh. Well, you should always have common sense, shouldn't you, as part of the well,
4: law? Well, as we know, Ralph, common sense isn't very common. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, no, it isn't. It's <laughs> not.
4: Um, but,
3: well, uh, what uh, I'm interested in, too, and, and, and amazingly, out of all the, all the crap that was spoken and everything, is what doesn't get spoken about to me, as someone who's just a lover of the game, who wants to watch it with someone that you would that you can articulate, is... When you're out there, the white line fever. Some players can control it better than others, but some people actually need that to get the best out of themselves. And, and yeah. Toby actually reminds me a bit of Shane Crawford. I mean, what's <laughs> with Crawford? He's spoken about it. His tribunal record is pretty is pretty long for a little guy, and he played the same way. He's just his his head would explode to get the most out of himself. Probably some size, probably had something to do with it as well.
4: Yeah, a lot of people have white line fever.
3: Um, so oh, how do you I'm
4: describe sure that? I guess, but. Um, pardon?
3: How do you describe it as far as controlling your emotions at that level?
4: How do I? well how do I describe controlling them? Yeah. Well, some people can't. Um, some people. Some people have to learn. How to. I? Oh, I never had a problem with, it, so I was always pretty relaxed. I never. I wanted brown points, so I never yelled at um, my boss. <laughs> 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 I, I was always very nice to them. <laughs> um, but um, ah, it, it, it is what it is, mate. Look, we're, we're adults, like. Well, there's not too many now that call them, uh, you know, you can't log or fuck like, like because you get 50 minutes to get you for, for aggressive, for dissent or whatever you call it. So, yes. Like, you're let you're allowed to go, oh, mate, that's bullshit. And he's allowed to go, well, I thought it was free kicking out. Well, yeah, fair enough. We, know, we all know they're not changing their decision. But, mm. mate, 44 blokes out there or 36 have been running around flat out yeah, busting their ass to try and help their team, and they give a free kick away they don't think it is. Sure, you're entitled to go, mate. Fuck me. Well, sure. Like, well, we'll that, mate, that's bullshit. Like we'll that. And then you can go, mate. Well, guess yeah, I'll be happy. I'll probably go, mate. Fucking relax. Well, that's the free kick. I paid it. So jog on, would you? And yeah. have a conversations that adults and they go, righto. Oh, I think I'm right. I think you're wrong. We will have to disagree and move on. Then you, just, then it's just play on the. And the other thing, oh, I was man, the game's too fast. If I Thomas, if I sat there and complained with the umpire, the ball would be eighty meters down the ground. Like, is so that the same you, reason
3: you reckon you couldn't do ziggers out the ground?
4: Couldn't do what? You yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I was knackered. <laughs> um, but like if you, yeah, spend time arguing with the umpire, the ball's moved. So that was half the reason why I didn't. It's just as the balls up. the time for a Fred. Mate, I was going to talk to you about a decision, mate. The ball's, fucking, the ball's been kicked past you four times and you're still there to play with the umpires. the So I don't think there's a need for it because the game moves too fast they're not going to change their decisions. But some people, lot like that. Some people can't help themselves and that's what makes them great plays and um, they're going to have to learn to curb it because this is really going to put the heat on the next time someone accidentally touches an umpire. Like they're fucking, um, it's going to be hell to pay if they get off or get a fine.
3: All right, so left field, totally left field here. If an advertising agency came to you and said, we'd like you to do a Respect for Umpires campaign, would you be prepared to be part of it?
4: Uh, wow. Well, absolutely. I'm, I'm willing to be a part of
3: anything. <laughs> <laughs> for the right price. <laughs> they
0: must buy your respect.
3: Can, can Can you see some players getting it heard over the summer? I can't.
4: Oh, man, man. Oh, man i will be I'll be a great advocate. i will be a great
3: umpire's advocate. Want
4: a exactly. I've got heaps of Brownlow votes, so they love me. Um,
3: <laughs> clean record I'm, in that respect?
4: Exactly. <laughs> I think when, when my boy's a bit older, if he starts playing footy, I'm going I'm to be the umpire's escort, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they
3: they, know
4: they know still someone. have them in local footy? <laughs>
3: they do. <laughs> they do, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
4: going to be the, the umpire's escort, get out there and make sure they're okay, give them oranges and some drinks at quarter time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I've never had a problem with them, have
1: they?
4: Like I said, I had more things to worry about than umpire trying to change his free kick that he paid three minutes ago. Yeah, that's never happened. But yeah, listen. Um, in if, the lo- if, in
3: the local footy you played this year, including giving back elsewhere. Did yeah. you, um, what, what sort of uh, did anything surprise you in the crowd's reaction to umpires, or was it just like a smaller version of a big crowd, of a big AFL game in that respect?
4: Not a lot crowds, but there were very people that were there. As um, in their reactions to the umpires. Yeah. Uh, the, like I've like said, when I was playing at Wormstown in the reserves, and reserve reserves, you actually notice, you actually hear that a bit like the same at, St Kilda City, um, you hear the crowd in when there's no one there more than you do if there's 80,000 there, because it all drowns itself out when there's 80,000, unless yep. unless you're like on the goal line or you've run the ball over the boundary and you're fucking on the fence or you're sitting a full forward, then you can hear the cheer squad um, or the opposition's cheer squad giving it to you. But uh, when there's 100 people there or 200, or 500, whatever there is, you can actually hear the Individual people going off the heads, and yeah, the umpires got a fair bit, which is not nice. Some of them are young kids, but um, but it, it is. I do will that ever be changed? No, um, I had some interactions with the umpires, but it was all reasonably friendly.
3: Um, no, that's what I was sort of asking you about Whether the about whether myself, you thought, no, whether you thought the crowd reaction was went from you know, ball it was holding the ball, you dickhead, to something. That, that's way beyond that.
4: Well, I think I think if you've got in the AFL, I think if you sat in the crowd in the AFL, it'd be exactly the same. It's just that you can hear them mm-hmm. um, yes. more in their local footy. But generally, they'll generally people are pretty good. Like they fuck shit ten seconds after the free kick and go, you idiot or you white maggot or whatever. You know, I think it's more in jest because that's an old saying. But yeah. you know, it's, it's not too. I didn't hear too many where I, where I went oh, fuck, that's nasty. Like, there was nothing like I'm going to carry over there and kick your fucking head off. Like, if you give another free kick away, there was nothing like that. Or I'm going to find you after the game and punch your head off. There was nothing where I turned around and went, oh, fucking hell, he's a bit upset about that. It was more just your standard, yes, ball oh, or fuck off, that's a free kick. Or, you know, just your standard complaining for a couple of minutes, for five seconds, and then then they moved on. They're all pretty They're all pretty good, mate. The, the umpires are coming after the game and, and have a beer so like it was and maybe that's now obviously the world the way the AFL is with the professionals and they you know sides used to go and have a beer together after the games I'm I'm probably too young to remember that but that's how footy's moved on but man the umpires went in like that sorts it all out because you know personally you know if I played against someone who I'm mates with like like you've got that relationship off the field so you're not going to be as you might have, try, no, I'm going to try and fucking get him in, like give him a hard tackle or bump him or beat him one-on-one, but you've got that personal relationship and that respect there. So you actually know them. So if you've had a beer with fucking okay, Ray or whoever it is after a game, you go, mate, how the fuck did you give me that free kick? Or, and you can have a laugh a laugh that and go, fuck, Because fuck. after the game, once the siren's has you relax relaxed and it's all, oh, well, it's just a game, obviously. But if they got together after a game, which – Know, but if clubs did it once a month or something after a big game, you got together in, in the rooms and had a beer with each other and the umpires come in, maybe that would lessen the need for abuse on the field because you knew him personally you are like, oh, man, what the fuck was that? And you go, come on, Swanee. Like, You've been a fucking sook." And then you yeah. laugh about it after the game. And then the next time you play, you, know, you smile at him and give him a wink, like, even when I went to Ireland made umpires come over and you sort of have built up relationship with them. you go oh. you can sort of talk to them on a first name basis because you you know them you've got that respect there so maybe they need to do and this is just one incident how often does it happen like so maybe so once again we're talking about it a week later and you know will it happen again probably not but maybe they need to um look at ways of interacting with the umpires in a social setting to to um Bring that respect level up, or whatever it is, and um, so you know on a first name basis, so you can have a proper chat to him out there, and you're you're not going to walk past and bump him because you you
3: know him. As you'll see on our social, Sam is distracted at the moment, so I'm not leaving you out, Sam. But no, totally fine. <laughs> you are, you are holding. <laughs> I am. You holding. Are, you are I'm concentrating. So, um, so Craig, McCrae, Dane seems like sometimes there's an appointment. You go. That makes sense. That's it. That makes sense. So, Matt, to me, as an outsider, you've obviously had a bit to do with him uh, during his time at Collingwood. And and uh, I, I'm trying to find the, the fine line between it being a good appointment and you tweeting out, congrats to the fly, landing the biggest and best coaching job in the land. Look forward to watching him take the pies back up the ladder, floret, Pika. That, to me, is borderline job interview stuff. Me? Yeah, put pitching for a <laughs> Just throwing a lure out there See right
0: through it See it right <laughs> you
4: know? through it Yeah um, No, listen, he's good luck um, no, one, no one's ever really said a bad word about him I guess in footy like Obviously he was at Collingwood for a bit now He was development coach He was a development coach when I was When he was at Collingwood So um, I didn't have a lot to do with him coaching-wise Because I guess I was what you would call develop Um <laughs> in, 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 in my footballing career, so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he didn't have a heaps to do with me uh, teaching me skill wise, but a <laughs> uh, great guy, got along with him really well. Um, think I'd be really good underneath him. Uh,
0: what particular this role is this Something that you're after, Dane, or you, you just yeah. take whatever comes?
3: Oh, listen, well, well, I know. Look, I know, I know you, you should sit been down been first
4: there. and see what happens.
3: I know you've said this before, but just for, for the sake of repeating it, because it is important for people who haven't heard it, what's the template for the ideal assistant coach that you'd like to be? That I'd like to be um, one who doesn't do much. Well, and didn't you have one early doors at Collingwood?
4: No, yeah. Well, well, Jeff Bolcher was saying let the baker bake the bread. So yeah, my, the good assist coaches for me early on, well if I didn't need to go in there and say watch C Scott Pet. I don't know coach come into to me when I was at my prime and sit there and do my whole tape of me running around, getting an uncontested mark on the wing and handballing to someone running past me. There's just no point in me sitting down and watching that 30 second clip because like I know that that's, everyone knows that that's normal football stuff. And let's be honest, how much more could they teach me? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So no, but, so for a coach board, know I was happy to take vision and take <clears throat> my learnings on board. But it was more about structural stuff and gameplay stuff. <clears throat> like the elite, the the good players or the senior court don't need to see themselves taking a, a mark one on one or, you know, winning a good, you know, a good contested ball and or you know, kicking a goal. I had zero interest in watching myself watching my highlights with a coach. But if I had and. To be like there was no need for him to do it. It was just a waste and knowledge to get a lot of it. So it was a waste of forty minutes um, when he could be when he <laughs> could be big. It <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when he um when he could be helping someone else. So more more for me it was just more just the important things, because, and not football, man, we have some would say we have small brains, but we we get um we only take in so much. So like, you can have a two hour meeting, you walk out and go, What the fuck was the first hour about? I can't even remember it. <laughs>
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find
2: out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs>
4: um, but like if you if you give players one or two main things to focus on, it sticks in your head. So if you're to go, listen, boy. You know if had twenty five, you chopped it up a bit or whatever it is. Just work on your skills. But here are two. Structural things you need to work on. It was more about defensive stuff with me because offensively I was, you know, naturally very good. It was the defensive side of the game where you sort of had to work on. So um, it was more about, mate, you got to get a knee position. And I'd go, well, I've had 35. So um, I kind of counterbalanced that, which is what I've always said, like, you need role players to help you because there's not one player in the league that is as good offensively as they are defensively. It's just impossible to be able to run that much. Yep. You can't, you can't be super defensive and then on the flip side have 40, you just, it's impossible and anyone who tells you that they can, they're fucking lies. So all these Fox <laughs> footage experts and all the experts that say he's a two-way player, there's no, you can be a two-way player but you're not, you're nowhere near the top of the tree offensively and you're nowhere near the top of the tree defensively, you're just somewhere in between. It just doesn't happen. Well, but I, yeah, so I, a good assistant coach is someone who I think just gives a couple of clear messages, just two or three messages. You don't need to leave an individual in and go, geez, I've just been told 15 things because then you forget them. Um, but listen, he's, he's a great development coach. He's obviously worked under some amazing coaches, and we've got a young developing list. Yeah. So, which worries me. What happens when they're all developed? What's he going to do? He gets um, the ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For Clark, in a couple of years. But, um, no, but listen, I think he's a great appointment. Um, he doesn't have; it doesn't bring that big Nathan Buckley, Adam McGuire sort of aura with him. So um, I think that's good for Collingwood because I don't think if they had have got Clarkson or Scott or whoever else, the big names are being bandied around, that I think the supporters would have expected um, results immediately. Yep. Um, so with Fly, we know he's been an awesome development coach, and you know I spoke to. Couple of key people inside Richmond, or one key person inside <laughs> Richmond, who's pretty influential there. And, um, and asked and asked about him, and he got um, yeah, and he and he said he was ready. Um, he was great with all the young fellas of Richmond, so passed on that glowing endorsement. And then um, yeah, I think he'd be great. So for a lot of young talent, and hopefully, it's the biggest. Um, not the problem, but the the biggest challenge down there will be getting all of the potential out of these young fellas because we see it all the time that all these young draftees come in, they're meant to be guns, and then they play a season or two, and then they never develop or get any better, and they get out of the league. They're out of the league in four or five years. So the biggest challenge for Fly will be harnessing that core group of talent and making sure that they develop the tr- on the trajectory that they're meant to. Because if you look at them now, you go, geez, there's a lot of potential in them, but how often does potential um, fully developed? So, yeah, really excited. Um, the new era of Collingwood. Um, yeah, so it should be fun. Um, looking forward, and it probably might take a year or two, but uh, hopefully he gets them up in the ladder uh, sooner rather than
3: later. You take the piss on most things, but not about your love of the club. And one thing you said earlier this year when Nathan Buckley resigned was he put the club first. I reckon this is an extension of that because what has effectively happened is that a whole bunch of kids has got an extra half year of footy playing properly and and playing offensively that you like has probably taught them a lot more than had that not happened.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And like like I've said on this show many times, kids get drafted from the under-18s because they're talented with the ball in their hands or they're talented. They've got a skill that a lot of others don't, that 90% of the others don't in the under-18s. And that skill is being a good footballer. Like well, You could pluck, you could just pluck uh, an athlete, like a great runner, out and stick him in half back or stick him somewhere and he could just run in the patterns that you want as a defensive coach where um, you bring all these high draft picks in, all these you know, freakishly ability, talented um, playmakers who can run and jump and like to ball people and have four bounces and great kicks or take the game on, whatever their skill is you bring them into a, a shit side and all of a sudden you want to be defensive because you want to be scored against. And it takes away so much of their learning, so much of their ability and playmaking that it can really fuck with them mentally. And then once they get the ball, yeah, they're like, usually in the under-air knees I'd wheel inside on my left foot and kick it to the bloke in the middle or I'd try and take this bloke on or whatever it is, try and take a hanger or let their skills shine. But, because they're so ingrained they're going to get yelled at on a Monday for kicking the ball up the corridor or for doing what, switching the ball, with, whatever it is, that they, all these things going through their heads and you know they get uh, clogged up with you know, ideas and they make the wrong decision or they play really boring footy and it, it can really clog up, it can really stop their development of being good players because when you're free and you don't have any thoughts in your head is when you're you know, how often did you get told your first option is your best option? Oh, lock, yeah, lock. Major, yeah. Exactly. So, and all these young kids, and that's, you know, like coaching, like football's not, playing AFL is not rocket science. You don't need, you know, a PhD in physics to figure out how to play footy. It's exactly the same game as 10-year-olds are playing. You know, you still got to, you know, your score's the same way. You still got to do the same thing. So, um, you know, your first option generally always is your best option. So, when you come up and you pick the ball up and you're right, and just instinctively your job, you know, your option is to do whatever you do normally. But if you pick up and go, oh, fuck, I'm not allowed to play on here. Shit, I better go back. And you turn around and you look right, you look left. Like you can tell and it looks shit out. So it gives those boys 12, 10, 12 games your ability to show themselves. And the other thing it did is gives Fly the ability to look at those games go, right, oh, he's got it, he doesn't. He can play here, he can play here. He needs a bit more time on the wing. This bloke, we could get him up, blah, blah, blah. Gives him time to look at it. So at least he's got a little bit of stuff to work with instead of yep. just having a completely blank canvas and figuring it all out from the get-go from um, day one of preseason. So, yeah, um, I think the club have made since the fucking shit show that was last preseason or last off-season, I think, I think they've made um, some, some great moves now. The proof will be in the pudding. Not automatically mean that all these kids down and develop and they're going to be uh, all Australian. We're going to win the flag in you know three or four years. That obviously isn't guaranteed. But um, you know, people get on the back of Geelong and saying you know their list manager and their role, but they've made fucking eleven privilege in thirteen years or something like that. Like,
1: yeah, enormous. Yeah,
4: exactly. So like I, you know, that's that's something that Collingwood should strive for. You know, to to be as and they haven't been successful as in winning flags, but. It's a pretty fair era. Um, And being the biggest club in the country, uh, Collingwood should be fighting for premierships and top fours more years than not. So um, this is the start of it, hopefully. I
3: know you're going to like this bit. Did you see him with Tony Jones at the press conference yesterday?
4: No, I was. I had some work to do yesterday. I was out and about. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, uh, I'll play you this. This is uh, Tony Jones and Craig McRae at the press conference. into calculations at all when you're weighing up whether to jump on board a club that might be a little destabilised at the moment in terms of its administration because of this looming threat or genuine threat?
1: No. You don't
4: want to elaborate at all, <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Bill Belichick. Um, i would <laughs> just be as good as Bill Belichick. But, but seriously, how stupid a question?
3: Well... Well, I said, I, I'm going with the – I'm not sticking out for TJ, but I'm going with the Sam Newman thing. It doesn't matter what question you ask. It's only yeah. the answers you give, and Craig was that's smart well. enough to, to roll with it.
4: Yeah, I feel like, I'm, Surely Tony Jones knows – well, no, excuse me. It's, it's the first head coaching role has the biggest sporting club in the country. Uh, no, because the board like, is destabilised. That's uh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous question, that is. Um, but but anyway, um, he'll be good if he keeps answering questions on like that. I think you'll fit in brilliantly. Me um, from the Bill Balachek um, Bible know. of Press Conferences. I think if he takes that mantra, it'll be very, very good.
3: Dana, so I I'm... might want to change tack just a bit here. Um, this one's coming through to both of you. Um, is it the, the Sun newspaper in the UK? I mean, you can't get a more uh, worthy journal. <laughs> Matter of God, women turned on by men who mumble as they find macho. <laughs> As they find it macho, research.
4: Who mumbles. <laughs> mumbling is macho.
3: We get a lot of feedback about my inability to use the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> women, women are turned on by men who mumble as they see it as macho, according to research. But fellows are said to like refined tones in mm-hmm. the opposite sex because it indicates femininity. Mm-hmm. Reactor, uh, British actor Tom Hardy mm-hmm. sparked a wave of complaints for incoherent mumbling in 2017 Thriller taboo. However, a US team claims to have discovered women actually like men to speak slightly unintelligibly.
0: <laughs> unintelligibly. Unin- un- 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 Good, Ralph. <laughs> exactly.
4: Unintelligibly.
3: Un- un- so, Swanny, wow. over That's the cool. years, when you've struggled to open your mouth, <laughs> you're actually exuding sexual appeal. Did you realize that?
4: Mate, right. smarter than you look. <laughs>
0: Also this study is flawed. They use Tom Hardy as an example. Tom Hardy is an attractive man for many other reasons. What are you saying about Ralph? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, I'm not sure that it's the mumbling that makes Tom Hardy attractive.
3: Are you are you saying Sam that this probably doesn't pass Matt's sides?
0: Probably not.
3: Okay. Well, not. speak speaking of which speaking of which, Zane. Yeah, in that science, stubby holders.
1: Oh, they look great, I've worked out how to get well, them they seen them
3: on
4: Instagram and they weren't getting like. live. Why well, wasn't I consulted? They look wonderful.
3: <laughs> you will be consulted because I've worked out how to get them safely, COVID to your daughter, get them signed.
0: This is great. They're what? fantastic in lockdown. I don't live there anymore. You don't live there. That, that <laughs> background where you are looks very familiar, Dane. Uh, yep. it's, it's, well, what do you call
4: it? It's one of those things you can get off
0: the internet. One of those filters, you reckon? <laughs>
4: Well, also, yeah. Yeah. In it's, lockdown, you're
0: going stubby holder. You know, you're not going what? to the How bar. How many did you buy? How
3: many did you buy? I bought a limited edition of 8,000.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can't I have them for a
3: while? <laughs> so know. go to dot Hey, we've got, production. we've got production. We do have production costs. au. if you like a math science, Stubby
0: holder. Absolutely. While you're in right. lockdown, keep your, oh, keep your stubbies cool. It's going to be a warm one. Well, today. I'll give you
3: one thing.
4: It did. It did win the punters a lot of money this year.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's we
4: exactly. Exactly.
0: This is very true, Dane. Two I've, I've had, had an epiphany. We'll
4: we in the next podcast.
0: But I've had an epiphany. From... Before we I've had an epiphany. What's that? Had an epiphany. Oh, I think I know what the perfect job for you is, Dane. I think, well, I've, I think I've figured it out. And you've kind of come up with it on your own. You've kind of created this role. When you're talking about umpires and players coming together in social environments, you could be the head of culture for the umpires and you could bring them You could bring them together. You could be the, the glue that holds the players and the umpires together in a social setting. You've got the yeah. venue. You've got the experience. I don't hate it. I think you'd be perfect for the role. There's no role there at the moment, so, so, so you do don't I. have to beat anyone to it.
4: So do I. I think we could have... Um catch ups at the Albion. Yep. When it, well that that, that may never open again, but um no, but it's yeah, an essential
0: service for the game, right? It's essential. I think
4: maybe not just I mean maybe director of culture in under the whole AFL umbrella. I think so. Let's yes. go big. Yes. I think Are you that available? would be would, Yeah, well I'm available. Not not for nothing, but I'm available.
0: For those listening, one, head of culture AFL. <laughs>
4: okay. I love our podcast.
0: From Brendan,
3: uh, this is via our Instagram, Swanee and Friends. What is the limit of merch
0: Dane will sign? There is none.
3: Fucking
4: that. No, that. That's it. <laughs> what, do you, what, what other notes have we got? you got nothing else, do you? 8,000. A couple semi-hulls. of
3: t-shirts you might have to sign. What? From
0: Ian Andrews.
4: Well, Mad... People, if you don't buy them, I don't have to sign them. So
0: it's quite <laughs> as simple as that. He's doing wonders for our production costs. From
3: Ian, glad you're back on the show to keep it on the right track and by extension, um, how is the non-birthing parent coping with not being able to chest feed? Yeah. I think that's you, Dane. Do you feeling left out of it?
4: No, that would be Sam's partner.
3: <laughs> oh, good point. That would be Yeah, Steven. Sam, answer that please. Hello. Yeah,
0: he, he's doing really good. He does the morning feed usually. He couldn't this morning because he had to go super early, but usually gives me a bit of a sleep in, which is quite nice. He's doing a very good job.
3: From and and Andre Andre Swanee, do you need a getaway car when Dirty, when Dirty Dan has us left in lockdown? I
4: need a getaway car. Yes, yes, I need I need something to get out of here. Um, Passport come actually yesterday. Just waiting on tapes, but um, to yeah. Be honest, I'm surprised He's you haven't gone back to Queensland.
0: Or... I'm surprised you haven't moved. Pardon? I'm surprised you haven't moved to Queensland already.
4: I've got to be here for the brown line for sports, but um, and then once those official duties are over, um, do you think do you think the car do you think there'll be anything here for the
3: carnival? Any work for the spring carnival?
4: Like people at the carnival?
3: Uh, I think they'll try to put on some kind of show, as in two thousand anti vaxers or so. A, a token, no anti vax. Sorry, falling <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I if you if you're proven to have had two two jabs yeah. that you will be able to attend uh, and in a very small amount, but I think they'll wanna do that for show. Right. Yeah. Outdoors, yeah. blah, blah blah.
4: Yeah, but um get away, yeah, man. i fucking love to get away. So um has just about had enough to she might even go back to the States, I might meet her there, but um yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone else for is the, living I'll their be life. I've got to tweet the brown line for sports bet, I think. If I don't even know if it's going ahead, if the brown is going ahead, but if that goes ahead, I've got to be here for that, for sports bet, and then I've got nothing on till. Well, I've obviously got this, but I can do this from anywhere. Um, and I've got nothing on for fucking till forever. So um, yes, <laughs> i might, might try and flee the state then, but <clears throat> I don't want him to. I don't, I don't want Dan areas to win and get me out of the state. Is that, is that, would he have to be. Would this have to be the most despised Premier in the history of Victoria? The most hated. Oh, not that I I'm not 140 years old, but I haven't seen every Premier, but he wouldn't be far from it, would he?
3: Well, you, you've heard Mike Tyson's line about strategy, haven't you? Until you
4: get punched in the
3: face, that one. That's right. So he was probably the most popular, and I, I think at the start of the year, he was an absolute living certainty to get back in. Absolutely. Certainty. Everything now. Unlikely. But I, I don't see anything from the opposition that screams change the vote. To the, and In the end, it doesn't matter what – People screaming on either side say it matters about people who do change their votes.
4: Mm. Yeah. Um, minority. If you were, like, how can you, if you, it's people who are still supporting the, what he's doing, how, how could you support it? What's the argument to suggest that, you know, this numbers don't go up so more lives don't get lost? Is that the only yes. argument? Mm. Yes. If they're not taking the argument, all the other lives that are being lost and then. So people say to me, "Well, you're, well, you are you pro fucking death, or you?" Well, I go, "Well, I'm, I'm more pro old people dying than I am young people killing themselves."
0: Yeah, this is true. Uh,
4: Sam, how's there's... that going
3: to look once it comes of headline place? Right.
4: Well, it's like Phil said. Well, you're more for death. Well, there's got to be a limit of like, well, you know, ask go ask these grand- the people who are most well. Go ask the the grandparents and the parents whether they whether they want their grandkids and that to to go through depression or mental health or suicide or something and see what happens. But oh, I totally um, agree
3: with you. There's, history will judge this as the most disgraceful thing that's ever happened to kids, ever. Mm, mm, and yeah, yeah. I've got skin in the game, but that actually gives you some insight. that and Everyone's got, got kids skin in the game, insight. that's the point. What's that?
4: Most people have skin in the game, that's the point. Everyone's got children. Well,
3: well they haven't even, because a lot of policy makers haven't. And what's happening with the policy, and I'm talking about the policy specifically, They'll go to nurses, who are the fucking heroes of society, and yeah. anyone who argues differently is a fucking idiot. Um, but doctors, and they say, look how full our wards are, and or look what our wards will be. But that still only gives you a snapshot of society, and what yeah. it's not doing is showing how it's ruining tens of thousands, and possibly hundreds of thousands of young lives. They should not be locked inside. <laughs> and the simple oh, math, for my, well, the simple math for me. And and the the most disgraceful line is face-to-face learning, like it's a fucking a privilege. Yeah.
1: Like
3: going to school is actually about going to school and coming home socializing. from school. Socialising,
1: yeah, exactly. And
3: socialising and lunchtime and talking to shit with your schools. mates and, and, and heckling and all those other things. And and right. anyone who thinks it's about actually learning <laughs> are the type of people who live their lives in universities and come up with these stupid fucking things.
4: It's just, it'd have to be just like all the ice with Dan Stan that just want to suck his dick and have like don't care about so I wouldn't even know half the policy just love Labor and love that and just blindly vote for them because that's what they've been mm-hmm. raised to do or that's what they've been blindly done like it took and I'm I don't vote Labor or Liberal I don't, I don't really care but um, so it's, this has never been a I hate Labor thing because I probably have voted Labor because my dad used to so I just do it for him so yeah. um, it's not I don't like the left or right. I don't even know what the left or right are. It's just how people can still think that he's doing a good job has me absolutely fucked. But anyway,
3: that's enough of the rant. Exactly. Um, <laughs> from Ben Benzies, your thoughts about our dumbass premier. In this case, he's a Perth guy, not letting Eddie into the state for the grand final. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah, well.
3: Like,
4: <laughs> you know what? How can you hate on the Perth team when they're up and about normally? Like, exactly. yeah. He, oh, he clearly did. Oh, well, not clips, because I don't know. But you would think he just did it to Eddie just to prove a point or make a stand or um, bit of a power just trip. go it a little, a little fuck you to Ed because whether he's bagged him in the media, I'm not. I'm not sure. Are they? Are they on different sides of the? the I uh, no,
3: no. I would say Ed's it's uh, the same side. Okay.
4: Same. Well, yeah. Well, whether they've had blues before or something, but yeah letting out, letting everyone else in for the game, but not letting him for, I'd imagine, wouldn't he have, wouldn't it be work? Does is, is he not commentate the game, or no?
3: Not, not directly, but yeah, the, the the whole premise was work, he was going to do millionaire over there, and etc. Cetera, okay. et cetera, so. Yeah,
4: well, listen, I think it's probably more for sure, more for the WA people to love him even more, and go, oh, well, fuck you, guess what, our premise, I'll let that in, they probably would love him even more, but. How do you hate on someone who's kept their keep their state and they can do what they want. They can go outside and go sit in the cafe and have a beer with their mate. Well mm. um is he Labour or Liberal?
3: Uh, Miguel, isn't he? He's Labour, isn't he, Sam? I've got no I, idea. Don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm sure
0: he is. I just think he likes um the but um, yeah, it's a bit of but um yeah. you
4: know. Hey listen, Mark if you want to let me in I know he listen he's a big he's a he's a long time listener to this podcast. Absolutely. Mark, if you want to get me in Oh mate, I'm happy to come. Plenty of work out there for me. Um, happy to do it.
3: Oh, I thought but you'd stand know. with Ed though, Dave. They had a principle.
4: I will stand with Ed, metaphorically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if there's an urn elsewhere, <laughs> he'll sit down. With well, that. I
4: couldn't stand. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to stand with Ed, Ralph. So I'm not allowed yeah. out my fucking front door. But also, not true. allowed to be
0: one point five so meters I'd, within I'd, his presence. You
4: know, you know what? Yeah. I'd go there and I'd 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 do millionaire for him. I'd go do all those shows for him over there. That's how much I love it. I'd go and do all those shows for him.
3: From but, P but, from Pete Igs, can we do an in depth grand final edition where you choose disposals, goals, cetera? We should do a props bet. We'll do a props bet,
4: uh, Well, it was only it was only one game in the Granny, so we'll yeah. we we do not want a two minute betting podcast. We'll make yes, yeah, we will do we'll make it a bit more in depth on.
3: From um, Caitlin, twenty, is Dusty still in Queensland or is a poor thing back in the state run by absolute idiots?
4: No, he's, he's just sitting over there. Actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, no, he's he's back here. You know, he's been back here a while. Um, makes, that would have
3: been a good feeling, wouldn't it, coming back to Victoria?
0: Well, uh, would you? Uh, Why well, would you?
4: Well, I, don't, I think he got he got back when we were, you know,
0: not in lockdown.
4: Half a a month a month ago or something when we were yeah. normal. Um, but yeah. A, he shouldn't he he do much anyway. He's just still recovering from his injuries, so he doesn't, he doesn't um, do a lot. But he's going good. Um, he's not ready to go, but he will be by December. Um, a little bit to go yet before um, he's allowed to, to train and, and start running and stuff like that. But, um, but he's looking after his body really well. And we just dropped off some, some food for him. And um, yeah, he's going good. But he, he's back here.
3: Are you worried it come December he mightn't be able to win the time trials? Because that's a pretty important part of
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, His <laughs> skinnies would be low. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, yeah. they still if pick
3: he, him if he doesn't win the time trials. Oh, no,
4: well, apparently... Um, Hopefully he gets game. Uh, time trials are important. If you don't come in the top 18, uh, you don't play round one in first yeah. day back. Yeah, So wow. uh, they're very important first day time trials. Oh, Unless yeah. you run... One of the boys ran about eight and a half minutes and um, quit after that. One of the boys wow. at told Collingwood, uh, think So the average time's about, you know, a good a good player, the real fit blokes, you know, not first day back, well, unless you're trying to impress, but anywhere from six minutes to sort of seven minutes. If you're around the seven minutes, like what me imagine, they used to do first day back. <laughs> you are like R.O. Oh, well, you you want to you want to get a six in front of your name, but so but you know the ruckman and stuff would probably trickle in about. 7 minutes 30 like the the real mm-hmm. big fellas that just tick along um, and one year we had a kid coming in at about 8 minutes 20 <laughs> was, does this kid have a name like hey, we've been we've been stopped for two you know for a long time and he was just he was he was just going round the last lap as everyone was finishing was what like, what's he doing another lap to go um, and he, I might say his name and he, he ran um uh, then he got in his um, Mick told him that he had to be in there every day from six AM to six PM Till he got his till he got his weight down and, and skinny's that down. And he goes, No, that's it for me. So all right. <laughs> 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 So you got gotta respect it. He goes, I can't fucking come off. Yeah. He wasn't a bad player too, He just obviously wasn't very fit.
3: From JMac Sam, what was harder? Childbirth or putting up with these two every week?
0: <laughs> oh, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. <laughs> no, you know what's really hard? Daniel probably have it as well. Considering you've got a um, your lovely partners from overseas, is your Instagram starting to flood with people traveling overseas?
4: Traveling, uh, yeah, always has been, yeah.
0: Isn't it? That's hard yeah. to watch. That's hard to watch. I've got two friends in Portugal, separate at the moment, just like living life. Friends in Spain, just having a grand old time. <laughs> that's hard. I, that's harder than childhood. Don't worry. Don't
4: worry about fucking friends in spain i've got friends in queensland (laughs) (laughs) friends in perth more friends three hours from melbourne from three hours from me that are doing what they want so don't worry about fucking friends in portugal um this is one of the this is what we're we're nearly going to raise the bat aren't we for the longest uh, lockdown ever um do you reckon you'll take that as as a um, (laughs) a a compliment well, do you think he'll be? Do you think he'll
3: be proud of that? He well, probably Sydney's be taken. Sydney's taken our numbers. To some merch. Well,
0: this yeah. is true. Sydney's taken our yeah. numbers for most amount of cases. They've taken that record off him. So maybe he's just punting for another one. What else can we get? Ooh, longest lockdown.
4: Looks yeah, up. well, we well we might as well have. The more it's probably better off getting more cases than people are going to get vaccinated quicker because we're never we're not going back to zero. You know, so well, obviously we don't want deaths, but. Um, if we come out of a thousand cases, they might get people to get vaccinated quicker. We might get out of this two, three, four, five days earlier.
3: Thanks. From Sean, what, what was the podcast about the vaccine Ralph listened to? Now, um, if you missed this, I, I said it a couple of weeks ago that the, the simple thing that changed my mind and thinking with the vaccines was just the medicine was already there. It just needed a slight adjustment for COVID um unfortunately i can't remember the exact name of it but it was via the economist the economist uh, podcast so um but that was probably a year ago so it'll be hard to find but that's that's the nutshell of it if anyone else got some suggestions about explaining the basis uh, i'm happy to put that across from phil is samantha signing the great that side stubby holders too or is that just a special request (laughs) will you do that for an urn sam
0: look i'm available for an urn absolutely i'm here (laughs) i'm not going anywhere
3: Phil, if you get a stubby holder, let me know. Just send me an email. Sam will – I'll send it to Sam instead of Dane, and I think Dane will be okay with that. Will we, Dane? Send them all to Sam. (laughs) (laughs) She's got nothing to do at the moment. Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Plenty of time on my
3: hands. Uh, We'll finish with this from Gaza. Is cereal soup?
0: Such a great question.
3: (laughs) Is what? Is cereal soup. Absolutely not.
4: (laughs) What fucking planet is cereal soup? (laughs) Cold breakfast soup.